0: See you tomorrow, kids! <laughs> but before I go, I'd just like to say...
1: How's it going It's going pretty good. Good, good. Right. We're on... Part 2 of our (laughs) Top 5 Simpsons episodes. Right. After a brief hiatus here on It's
0: Just Called Two Brothers. Hey, It's Just Called called Two Brothers. Mm -hmm. I'm James. I am Marcus. And (laughs) welcome to the thing. (laughs) The thing that we do. Yeah. Well, I'm going to go first uh, and get right to it because uh, you do not like this episode much. (laughs) If at all, I don't really know. Um, I'm talking about uh, episode 13 of season 11. Uh, Saddlesore Galactica, <laughs> uh, a highly controversial episode in, in the annals, I, I have to say. Yes. I um, do like the title. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just, but the that's ti- dumb. The title has nothing to do with anything but a pun on the name. Right. It's just a, a play on the Battlestar Galactica, but that doesn't really have anything to do with the show, with the no. episode. No. <laughs> For some reason, they just wanted to make that, <laughs> that gag. Yes. Yeah. <sighs> <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, written by Tim Long, um, who also wrote uh, weirdness like Simpsons Bible stories and uh, oh, Parten, okay. mm-hmm. uh New Kids on the Blech. <laughs> uh, so that, <laughs> the, in contrast to a lot of ridiculous Simpsons episodes where I just think it's stupid, like there's, I, I laughed a couple times at New Kids on the Blech, but overall. You know, they become a world-famous boy band. It's, it's dumb. Mm-hmm. I don't like that. I don't like it. But I love, <laughs> for some reason, I love this episode. And it, <laughs> It's the one where they go to the uh, county fair. I think it's the county fair. Yeah, something like that. Uh, Lisa's mm-hmm. playing um, in the band, and she feels... The B story is that uh, she feels that Ogdenville cheated by using glow sticks in the performance while they did an actual tune, and visual aids are, quote-unquote, against the rules hmm uh, uh, quote-unquote. <laughs> yeah, right. Cool. Well, she uh, says it, though. That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah, okay.
1: Um, <laughs> now, that's the part, that's the the B story I feel for Lisa uh-huh. in a lot of ways. Sure. Uh, because I've gone through that.
0: <laughs> yes. And she, she sort of stands in for that uh, sort of, I don't want to call it nerdly, but certainly, you know, anyone with a, even a touch of the pedantic <laughs> uh, would feel some sympathy for being hard done by with uh, with someone else who just kind of either bends or completely breaks the rules and gets away with it i hope you enjoy your plaque cheater well i was going to give you the good sportsmanship award but now i'm just going to be sick i can't believe those idiot judges were impressed by glowing plastic tubes look lisa it glows Ooh.
1: Mm-hmm. Not only gets away with it, but gets rewarded. For
0: right. Gets rewarded for it. Exactly.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, but then, but the other, the flip side of that is that I was, when it first came out, that she was somebody who chose living in America instead of a Susan March. Mm-hmm. I right. was, I was pretty turned off by that. <laughs> she wouldn't choose a pop tune. Um, um, but then, you know, the more I think about it, about it now, after a long mm-hmm. time of not listening to it is, well, she would prefer maybe that because she's a jazzer. Right versus a, a, Suza, a standard Susan march, but mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Rules uh, would be would trump everything. Well because it
0: was a it wasn't a recent hit, but it was, you know, in this sort of I like it was oddly a probably pretty common band tune. Like like a oh, low certainly. end band tune.
1: Mm-hmm. So I'm sure the, the music gen, was yeah, out there. It was
0: definitely gensenized. <laughs> yeah. So uh um, jensen I'll have to explain that in a future episode. Oh no, well, no we, we did, did that. already. We did that. Yep, yep. I I wish I could remember which episode it was (laughs) probably
1: sometime back in the 30s 20s or 30s
0: so the main story is they discover a diving horse who's very reluctantly being you know forced to plunge into a pool from a very high platform Mm -hmm. and then I think Wiggum comes in and shuts them down and they decide to adopt the horse rather than have him be sent to the glue factory (laughs) quote unquote uh but after that, it just keeps getting weirder and crazier. Yeah. Like it does not. It, a lot of them have some kind of crazy beginning, like Homer's um, episode with the crows, where he befriends the crows and they become his servants. Oh, yeah. And then it mm-hmm. goes into a somewhat realistic thing where he just uh, does marijuana more heavily. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, but this one just escalates uh, every scene change. Mm-hmm. So first they. Find out that he can't play football because it's against the rules, even though you know he wanted to have him as a kicker. And yep. then a callback to a what was that Disney movie? Gus. Gus. The
1: yeah, it was a mule? With the uh, was it Dean Jones probably in the uh, as the football almost
0: coach? positive it was <laughs> uh, somebody like him. Yes, if it wasn't yeah. Dean Jones, then they discover. You know, Bart says he's pretty fast, and uh, you know. Maybe he can race, and they take him to the track, and he turns out, you know, to be a thoroughbred, obviously, who can actually compete in horse racing. <laughs> mm-hmm. Hey, where do you get those metal dealies for his feet? You mean horseshoes? Hey, what's with the attitude? I just want some dealies. You really think that horse can run a mile and a half? He ran all the way here, and and then they enter the world of the jockeys, yeah. which is even more bizarre. <laughs> They're just yeah. a completely different alien race of elf people underground living underground somehow yeah, uh, yeah that's the part the that where i finally yeah. just said that's the <laughs>
1: end of this episode forever <laughs>
0: and then uh yeah i just I, I don't i don't know what it is that makes this craziness palatable to me but i uh yeah i really like it so let's say you know more of it <laughs> Okay, <laughs> I'm done. Move on to uh, one of, like, this is one of my favorite episodes, too. You you, you, you started us off then with that.
1: Well, um, I, I was just thinking about when I said underground dwellers, and that made me forget <laughs> that I was going to do an honorable mention since you did Summary of Four Foot Two last time. Right. As you, Well, it started out as an honorable mention, and it became your <laughs> one of your choices. <laughs> mm-hmm. The city of New York yeah, versus yeah, yeah. Homer Simpson. Yeah. It's, I would have to put it probably number four. Oh, no, no. Uh, gotcha. Yeah, I'd kind of forgotten about it mm-hmm. for a while, and... Uh, yeah, I would put it at four. Bumping out two bad neighbors for sure. Ah, uh, right. <laughs> so yeah, that then and that's when the Chuds came after me. <laughs> so anyway, what did you say, Homer the Clown?
0: Yeah, let's do uh, Homer the Clown, which is which is definitely one of my favorite episodes for sure.
1: Uh, what what episode number?
0: Season six, episode fifteen. Yeah, uh,
1: season six is so good. It was. <laughs> it is still is Homer. Yeah, Homer goes to Clown College. And there are I mean to say this is my favorite episode of Homer. And all let's the
0: let's episodes. not be remiss in failing to point out it was written by Schwarzweller.
1: Yeah. So we go from, you know, within the first thirteen seasons, my uh my least favorite episode,
0: <laughs> one
1: of your favorites there, mm-hmm. uh Saddlesore Galactica, to my, my absolute favorite, Homie the Clown. Mm. Um and I remember when that came out, I was just laughing. It was a laugh riot mm-hmm. for me. Yeah. <laughs> As I mentioned last time, I was making um A list of all the quotations that are so great from that one for me. And most of them I I say a lot in real life. Uh (laughs) That right off the bat, Krusty swallows a tiny bicycle. Right. And it makes that little sound. (laughs) And I, when we got bicycles, Megan and I, I actually got one of those ringers so I could, so I could (laughs) ring it up. (laughs) Yep. My house is dirty. Buy me a clean one. Yes. (laughs) Is that, uh, I've, I've told students As they're trying (laughs) to argue with me, I don't want to hear the end of any sentences. Also, give him 10 grand. I've said that before. Give him 10
0: grand. Give him 10 grand.
1: I don't think any of us expected him to say that. And then so many times (laughs) when anything having to do with Big Five comes up, or bullets, (laughs) Uh (laughs) we're out of ammo. Let's go to Big Five. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, And then... Which we played on the show. (laughs) Yeah. That was a a previous clip. Uh, All the different clowns in Clown College and...
0: Can only be one crusty in each territory, so I hope this works out. Tell me where you're from.
1: Georgia, Texas,
0: uh, Brooklyn, Russia, New Hampshire, Homer. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so anything having to do with uh, New Hampshire? Yeah, you know, I always say it that way.
0: New Hampshire. There's Dick habits in it. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> here. Churlish attitude reminds me. Of... <laughs> Let's walk and talk. I uh, I have some wonderful stories about other famous people that include me in some way. Can, uh, I gotta go distract bulls at a rodeo. Hey, me too. We can go together. Uh, no, I'm going a different way than you, Dick. <laughs> Your churlish attitude reminds me of a time I was having dinner with Groucho. And Look, a... you're gonna be having dinner with Groucho tonight if you don't beat it.
1: So, uh, yeah, he was great at uh, poking fun at himself. Uh-huh, yeah. He was one of my that.
0: favorite people in the world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, if you listen to to Malcolm Gladwell's revisionist history there's several Dick Cavett moments in this uh, most recent season he does he does really like it. he says at one point I love Dick Cavett <laughs> <laughs> Seattle <laughs> that's yeah. a funny place name yeah the whole thing is full of sports welder gags mm-hmm. and that has a you know kind of weird twist to the end <laughs> um, <laughs> but a, a lot of uh, tropes twisted you know verbally so I'm right. oh, seeing yeah. a double here Four crusties. <laughs> Literally double. Yeah, that's so good. <laughs> it is time for us to take you for a ride.
1: <laughs> I say that sometimes, well, mostly to myself, but uh, like if it's time to take the little girl. This is possibly to Joe himself.
0: Mantegna's uh, tour de force this episode. It's really, oh, really sure, sure. excellent. Yeah. Yeah.
1: He was great in that.
0: Uh, but uh, I don't know. I guess it's hard to beat. Um, the one where Bart goes in, no, that's an early one, but yeah. <laughs> Um, what's a truck Which we didn't do <laughs> Homer versus the 18th Amendment is also really great We didn't uh, mm. we didn't have that on our list But I do love that I do love uh, Dave Thomas It loves me some Dave Thomas Sure uh, This is not part of the show But ironically we were watching uh, I was showing a clip of the I went in a Bob and Doug McKenzie rabbit hole This afternoon And one of the clips was uh, A very long segment Where they try to figure out a, a topic for their show And they feel like they're going to get fired they're being laughed at and the musical guest is Ian Thomas, Dave's brother, mm. who did the theme song for Strange Brew. So he had mm. a couple of minor hits in the mm-hmm. early eighties and um they had him on as a musical guest and he plays, you know, those <laughs> those famous songs. Mm-hmm. But uh but yeah, it was really weird to to see him. And then you remember he comes on the show and he says he says, Oh, are you guys a couple of hoses Oh, I recognize him anyway, you know. Just <laughs> speaks like they speak. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I don't that's neither here or there. But anyway.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, if we Home agree, clan. then why are we arguing? Yeah, let's wrap up, <laughs> Let's wrap up, let's wrap up uh, Man, I, there, there's a lot of visual bits that don't, you know, that don't work here, of course. Correct. But that whole riding—well, not tandem. Mm-hmm. Uh, Homer's on Krusty's shoulders as they ride the little bike through R- the loop. Right. Uh, uh, little,
0: little, impossibly, a Little impossible physically, but mm-hmm. yeah, still great.
1: Yep when his head hits the wine glasses <laughs> over the bar mm-hmm. and it plays the the sound of the Godfather theme. Yeah. <laughs> Good all stuff. Right. Excellent. From start to finish, it's... Uh, yes. It, you know, speed holes. I mean, yeah. extra large piece of the True Cross. It it's is, nonstop. It is
0: from that golden period where it just never slows down, really. Mm-hmm. It, it, you get a laugh every few seconds. Yeah. Yeah, definitely one of the funniest of all. And the funniest one of the funniest folders too. sure, yeah. One of his top episodes. Mm -hmm. Moving on, I would say Lisa's wedding is one of uh, my top, and I I noticed a little bit of a pattern. Um, Here's another one that's sort of not really canon. It's just a crazy Mm -hmm. imagining of you know what might potentially
1: be in the future. It's a what if episode.
0: Yeah, season six, also episode nineteen. So not too far from season six in
1: our uh, top fives. Yeah, well, there's a reason. Yep.
0: <laughs> so Lisa visits a fortune teller at the Renaissance Fair near the Esquilax, and <laughs> she she gets a vision of her future, um, and Mandy Batinkin is her supposed future husband that she meets at college. Uh, only uh, 2010 at the time was when she went to college, and uh, already we <laughs> burned up all the trees. We, we got rid of all the trees, and there's only electronic trees left. But also, you know, robots actively running around somehow. True. So yeah, it's a little far-fetched. Um, but still, I don't know. I just, I really enjoyed the, I enjoyed the future possibility, you know, fantasizing.
1: Yeah. They did a good job with, um, the, the future Springfield Mm -hmm. and the future look of the characters. Right. If you,
0: if you told me it was like 50 years from when the episode was, that would be more realistic, but, um, you can't make them too old. Right. Still get away with it. But I think it's actually kind of more believable than... Uh, Lisa, Pre- the president, president Lisa—I don't know which one it was. Where Lisa becomes the president and Bart is yeah. still a bum. That was a. Uh, Those are so so. One.
1: Yeah, I didn't care for the characters in that. <laughs> one. Their direction.
0: Somehow Ralph's voice never changed on that one. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, a good Manny Patikan has has a good performance. Uh, mm-hmm. The English accent is a little shaky.
1: <laughs> you know, I was thinking uh, when I was thinking back, I, w- I was imagining Hugh Grant was the, her husband but uh, that was a different episode I right. think where he was I can't think of what he what he was uh, in but I don't know uh, his excited. name is Hugh
0: but of course yeah no that's probably why okay I don't have anything much more to say there's a lot of visual jokes in this one as well mm-hmm. uh, but it's I find it charming and it reconnects her to her father in the present of the show mm-hmm. she realizes yeah. she she really does love him despite you know his faults and uh, so the the vision allows her to to reconnect uh, in in real time. But Lisa, you're better than this place. You're like a flower that grew out of a pot of dirt. That's a horrible thing to say. Oh, come on, you complain about them more than anyone. Maybe, but I still love them, and I don't think you understand that. So it's mm-hmm. it's very sweet. I like like the sweet endings when it's crazy.
1: (laughs) Well, speaking of crazy, uh, (laughs) my next one is uh, Homer at the Bat. (laughs) Yes. And that's been a favorite since it came out as well. But I think that's all the way back to season three.
0: I thought it was four or five. I I used to think think it was two,
1: but oh,
0: I'm afraid not. Uh, Homer at the Bat is season three, episode 17.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Season three. Really early on. (laughs) And as I was saying, I used to think it was uh, much earlier than that. But, well, much but Probably it's really
0: ind- the episode with the single most caricatures of, of famous people yeah. <laughs> in the episode. Yeah, yeah and, there's, and... There's literally it, 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 eight of it, it, eight baseball players.
1: <laughs> I like... That. When Al Jean was talking about it on the commentary, mm-hmm. talking about what a jerk Jose Canseco was, he's like, well, I don't want to say his name, but it's but it rhymes with Rose Manseco. <laughs> <laughs> <Rose Manzico>. Yeah. <laughs> 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 but they got uh <laughs> so many great ones. Daryl Strawberry and Mike Soja mm-hmm. and all just lots of greats from what would have been uh somewhere close to nineteen ninety. Early nineties
0: something something. Um what yeah. is let me look it up. It was nineteen ninety two. Mm. So they re- would have recorded in ninety one.
1: <laughs> uh the softball team uh, with a bunch of ringers that mm-hmm. uh, Mr. Burns had Smithers convince in, through various means yes. <laughs> to join the team. I like that Mike Socha <laughs> really he didn't care about the softball. He just mm-hmm. I always wanted to play to work someplace with big machines and cool <laughs> dials and stuff.
0: Yes. Uh, a <laughs> quick note, also a Schwarzwelder. Is that right? Well they had a few, they had nice. a smaller team in early seasons, so um, mm-hmm. you know, the, some of the best episodes were just written by a Schwarzwelder just because they didn't have a ton of other people.
1: Yeah, well, he's always ready with a with a wacky pitch, I'm sure. <laughs> yes. So.
0: What if? And everybody has their own little quirky personality of the show that has mm-hmm. nothing necessarily to do with, with their, you know, real-life personas. And I'm sure none <laughs> for most. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, and then the uh the whole mattingly sideburns thing is the the peak of the episode for me yes and they never resolve it also you are left frustrated
1: yeah you can't beat the sideburns
0: (laughs) it's just the the level of mr burns's rage is (laughs) is uh it just makes me laugh every time
1: I thought I told you to trim those sideburns. Go
0: home. You're off the team for good. Fine.
1: Yeah. Still like here we are man. uh, <laughs> so many years later and it just, yeah, breaks me up. Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: yes. Excellent. Excellent episode. That's just so much happens. So many little things happen as an English That's It's not <laughs> really possible to go through most of them. But, yeah, that's, that is a classic of classics. Mm-hmm. I would say rounding out not, it's not my top, but it is within my you know, rotating crop of top fives. Uh Homer the Great, where Homer becomes yes. a, a stonecutter. Stonecutters. <laughs> Stand mm-hmm. in for the elks, the you know, the the um Freemasons, uh, the Kiwis, the what is the other one? Uh sorry. Kiwanis, the lions. all those shriners. Mm-hmm. All those uh, Yeah. Clubs, those Old man clubs where they do secret societies and everybody wonders what's going on when actually it's mostly just civic duties and l- local charity events. Mm-hmm. And but, then of uh, course... Beer bust, beer blast, keggers, Dinehuis, uh, AA <laughs> meetings, but beer night. Of course, being The Simpsons, they um, make it an actual secret cabal mm-hmm. <laughs> that controls everything the way people think the Freemasons do. Yeah. So it is, uh, yeah, it's very, very good. Uh, season six again, episode 12. And Amazing. Again, written by Schwartz Welder.
1: Wow. And then uh, with a great cameo by, uh, I don't know if you call it a cameo, great guest star by Patrick Stewart. Superb, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's number
0: yes. one. <laughs> Thank you. Tonight, we are here to commemorate our glorious society's 1500th anniversary. And in honor of this momentous occasion, we're having yeah, he plays it very straightforward, <laughs> as you must if you're doing comedy. I'd say so. Uh, yeah, there's a there's a lot of gags and. <laughs> just... Alf
1: Clausen said he was uh, that that was the song we do uh-huh. uh, was one of the songs he was most proud of that he sure. came up with for when composing for the show. I don't yeah, believe- right, mm-hmm. so. I, I love it. Right, because it stood the test of time.
0: <laughs> yeah, still good. There's a little parody of Last Emperor. There's a mm-hmm. you know, the the perils of power. Uh, corruption, <laughs> you know, the inevitable corruption <laughs> that you would imagine Homer <laughs> gets into. All fantastic.
1: Well, that ha- has to bring us to...
0: I don't know, what I would say you... is the ultimate episode for uh, at least the two of us together. The one we probably agree on the most, that is the mm-hmm. highest in our canon of, of
1: favorites. <laughs> right. And that is, of course, you only move twice. You only move twice. <laughs> now that's a later one.
0: Yeah. Season eight. Yeah. And I literally bought the DVDs of season eight just so I could have that. Excellent. Second episode, of season eight. Uh, Homer and family uh, move to uh, a planned community called Cypress Creek. <laughs> Upstate somewhere. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Maintaining but, the uh, mystery of where Springfield might be.
0: Right. Uh, Albert Brooks, a uh, frequent guest star by that point, just is genius in this episode. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I don't know how much was scripted, but he was well known for going off script and then ad-libbing a bunch of stuff. <laughs> but whatever he did in this episode, it is, uh, the, I don't know. This is my, this is my favorite thing that Albert Brooks has ever done. <laughs> Just a wonderful character with a lot of, a lot of laughs. Thanks Scorpio. Thanks Scorpio. And, hey. and, and, to <laughs>
1: Well, <laughs> well, that's probably why I own three of it, uh, three of his books.
0: I own one. <laughs> yeah, not as funny as The Simpsons, I have to say. It, well, it's amusing, true. but it uh, yeah, not as funny.
1: Yeah, <laughs> you only live twice is uh, one of my favorite James <laughs> Bond movies, uh, uh, and and was already when this episode came out. So I knew that I knew the title pun mm-hmm. certainly, and so so it has a lot of those. Um, sort of Bondian moments. He's got the, the secret lair underground and the right. the, the giant doomsday weapon and mm-hmm. the... Well, on You Only Live Twice where the ninjas come down on uh, bungee cords. Mm-hmm. We've got that toward the end in the big big battle scene. Those guys yeah. come out. But so. the
0: thing... The, one of the things that I love so much about this episode is the way he turns those Bondian tropes on their head and makes... Hank Scorpio, one of the most lovable characters in every in, in the entire series. Mm-hmm. Just just an amazing boss personality, uh, human yeah. being. You know, just <laughs> very outgoing, welcoming, supportive, friendly, generous. Right? Yeah, you, you're made Almost to think that he's
1: this super villain <laughs> uh, if you if you believe the um, the governments that he's contacting, right. but. But when you see it from his perspective and Homer's <laughs> perspective, you're like, wow, this is a really nice guy. <laughs> he even helps him uh, on his quest to get to own an NFL team.
0: <laughs> yes, the epitome of the benevolent dictator, really, as far as <laughs> yeah. Cypress Creek goes in Globex. Globex. Um, <laughs> but, but, yeah, just throughout. I am here to welcome you on behalf of the president of the Globex Corporation. Me. Try the papayas. They're juicy and full of papain. Makes you strong like Popeye Popeye, Popeye in, Popeye, Popeye in See, same thing, same Ah, forget it, how are you? I'm Hank Scorpio Wow, my boss Don't call me that word I don't like things that elevate me above the other people I'm just like you Oh, sure, I come later in the day, I get paid a lot more, and I take longer vacations, but I don't like the word boss.
1: Yeah, um, <laughs> the hammock district talk. that had to be improvised. I would assume they, that,
0: that he and Dan not. were, it, how were that, together. How would that have been scripted? Come on. Yeah. <laughs> just put those two in a room together and let them go. I, mm-hmm. I refuse to believe anything
1: else. Well, between between that and the um, when they first meet at the house, mm-hmm. you ever see the guy say goodbye to his shoe before? Yes, <laughs> yes once. <It's> once. <laughs> and then and then when they interact, when he first shows up to work. As mm-hmm. a matter of fact, I didn't even give you
0: my coat. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Scorpio, this house is almost too good for us. I keep expecting to get the bums rush. We don't have bums in our town, Marge, and if we did, they wouldn't rush. They'd be allowed to go at their own pace. Now, if you'll excuse me, I'm in the middle of a fun run. See you at work tomorrow. Although I don't really like to call it work.
1: So yeah, fantastic, th- and then just,
0: the sad part is, of course, all these other things that the family doesn't like, which could mm-hmm. easily be solved. Like Lisa can get, you know, medicine, and, mm-hmm. and March can have a hobby, and what, what's Bart's thing? Well, Bart, Bart can is get a, a tutor, the remedial class. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah. Oh, that's another one. I'd say everyone take out your safety pencil and <laughs> circle of paper. Circle of paper. <laughs> Uh, I've said that at school a few times, too. <laughs> Fantastic. And then, then the somehow, like, somehow this, is, this
0: is another wacky episode of, mm-hmm. <laughs> that ends with the wackiness intact, where Homer ends up with the Denver Broncos football team. <laughs> somehow he owns the team.
1: Yeah, they were right at that time on a streak of getting to the Super Bowl and losing. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> Much like the Buffalo Bills. Right. As it turns out. But um, a little later on. Well, you and I always do the uh, one of our most favorite bits where mm-hmm. Homer goes up to Hank Scorpio and <laughs> he's looking for
0: sugar. Hey, you any sugar around here. Sugar? Sure. There you go. Sorry it's not in packages. Want some cream? Uh, no. <laughs> There's um the other one that we actually do say a lot is uh if someone well, if either one of us mentions work. The other one will say, although I don't like to go to work. Yep. <laughs> and then, of course, the old tagline. Oh, I'm sorry. So to you go over. If you can kill somebody on your way out, it really helped me out a lot. And then, it, and then his little no. casual kick of the hand grenade. <laughs> it's like he's suddenly yeah. he's suddenly very agile. <laughs> uh, fantastic episode. Yeah, and that wraps it, it up, really. Yeah,
1: well, I think we did a good job. <laughs> of explaining which ones are, were working. for a
0: very poorly researched and rehearsed show.
1: <laughs> Wait. Well, I guess it was rehearsed uh, slightly <laughs> from uh, I did notice before we finished an entire episode mm-hmm. that uh, it was not recording. Uh, well, I had to do all had to redo a, a few edit. minutes but tightened up slightly. Yeah.
0: Fortunately, there's a little thing called the edit button.
1: Yeah, if you'd like to edit this out, you, you can send a, an email to bros at it's just called two brothers.com.
0: If, if you use the Twitter, you can tweet it as at IJC, ijc2b. I messed that up. You can tweet it as <laughs> at <in> ijc2b.
1: <laughs> and you blog at marcusharwell.com.
0: Yeah, I was uh, down a couple of days after we moved because I was. A very exhausted, and B, um, I had nothing. <laughs> I, had, I had the computers were all over the place, and mm. yeah, I was uh, I was wiped out. So it just yeah, well, <laughs> took a minute. I was just
1: I was just talking uh, or thinking about. Did you guys walk that stuff all o- uh, all your stuff over?
0: No, a couple of times I took things on my own. Um, I, would, uh, I walked several sets of boxes up the street or, or objects up the street. Like, I would take uh, the eight foot sides of the bookcases because they're all modular mm-hmm. uh, yeah. up the street because they didn't fit in any vehicle, nor the, nor the streetcar. Um, I tried to take the uh, moving cart because, you know, most apartment complexes have a, a cart that you can reserve mm-hmm. uh, and, you know, bring things into the elevator and to your apartment and back down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, So I commandeered one of those and (laughs) took the last sets of boxes and paintings and papers and kitchen things um, and tried to get on the streetcar and the driver got out and yelled at me, (laughs) saying, you can't take that on here. So I had to, yes, walk the eight blocks with a huge cartload of stuff. That was the most. Um, We borrowed a a, a hand truck and I took a few stacks, um, eight blocks, I, I guess a couple of stacks, eight blocks. Most of the time, though, we had um, we had one day with a, a moving van, and then oh, okay. a couple of days. Um, a friend of mine came, and uh, we used his car, and he helped a lot. Um, oh, that's good. Know, shifting things into several loads with that, we just uh, yeah moved that way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So not not as bad as you might think, and the place